1: well you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds what could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds let odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs advertise with odyssey visit ads.odyssey.com
2: well doesn't this feel just a little familiar welcome to the maggie and pearl off show so glad to have you and what a hell of a show we have today I wish we could say we planned this, <laughs> but sometimes you just get a little bit lucky. So, obviously, the big news is Tom Brady retired for good, according to him, Perloff. i mm, if I've that heard holds. that before. <laughs> this all feels a lot, very familiar. So, we already had planned to talk to a two-time Oscar winner. And one of the stars of 80 for Mm. Brady, Sally Field, is going to join us. This has been lined up for like a week and a half. She was with Brady last night on the red carpet at the premiere, and we're going to talk to her today.
3: No, no, Maggie, that's not how you do it. You say everyone else is reaching out to Jeff Darlington and Adam Schefter. We called our dear friend Sally Field (laughs) this afternoon when we found out the Brady news. Yeah. Yeah. Because when you think of a great quarterback retiring, who's your go-to person? <laughs> Sally Field.
2: <laughs> She's going to be our go-to for everything from now on. Uh, also, Ross Tucker is going to join us, a teammate of Tom Brady's. So we got a lot of fun stuff. But
3: uh, By the way, yeah. I want to make it clear. As far as we know, this is not a publicity stunt for the movie 80 for Brady. Tom Brady <laughs> is <not> really be. <laughs> retiring. Better not be, or would you kind of respect that?
2: I would not respect it. Okay. I would not respect it. And by the, and, like, I, I, I hope that's not true. We've been told that Tom Brady cares too much about football. Anyway, so here we are again, the exact same place we were this time last year. Literally the exact day, February 1st, is when Brady had put out his, what we thought was retirement, turns out was kind of just goodbye Tampa, because later it came out that he was likely going to go to Miami and team up with Sean Payton.
3: No, 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 no. And that's that, why the
2: Dolphins got docked a first-round pick in is, this year's draft.
3: That's an interpretation. <laughs> of
2: that was the, not of a goodbye the, Tampa. Because he was
3: No, it wasn't goodbye Tampa. So based on what you just said, I'm assuming you're not buying Jeff Darlington's report today that it was Tampa or retirement. There was no looking at other teams.
2: Well, you know, we'll, we'll sort out all the reports and all the sources. We've got three hours to do that today. But <laughs> okay. Here's my question about Tom Brady today. Did, is Tom Brady retiring because he really wants to retire today? Because it's really time. After 23 years, it's really time. Or could he just not find the right team in right situation? Because we've been told he loves football. We know he loves football. We know that he can still play. No matter if we want to split hairs about you know wanting to get hit or you know, uh, moving around in the pocket. Perloff, he just went through another 17, pardon me, 18-week season with the playoffs, and we know that he can still play. You can't tell me he's not one of the best 32 quarterbacks on planet Earth. He's still top 15.
3: Right, but you can't say just because he's top 15 that his retirement is not for legitimate reasons because one simple reason. The dude is 45 years old, Maggie. What are you talking about? He's 45. I understand. He should have retired last year.
2: Listen, the guy has been defying the odds and his age since he turned 40. I mean, the guy's had a Hall of Fame career since he turned 40. The best stat about this, by far, hands down, is that Tom Brady, if you just took his stats from when he was 40 years old until now... Would be the all-time leading passer for the Chicago Bears. Like this is what's <laughs> happening. The guy's had three Hall of Fame careers.
3: He just set the record for completions.
2: Completions in this season. In this
3: season, but you did see a decline. You can't and you can't say this season was all about things around him there definitely was a reluctance to get hit and he was grounding the ball all over the place, throwing the ball 10 feet in front of him into the ground. So there was, it's not completely devoid of what's actually happening on the field.
2: Okay. But his offensive line was missing like basically three starters. Yeah. I mean, they had, you know, for some reason, his connection with Mike Evans just was not evident this year. Mm-hmm. He clearly didn't have enough weapons. So, I don't know if we're blaming like what went wrong with the Bucks on Tom Brady. I think he's actually the last person who we're putting blame on that they got you know handled by the Dallas Cowboys in the playoffs. I, I think people are applauding what Brady could still do at this age, and I think people like me thought he was still going to play at least another year. But the reason why I'm saying I don't know if Brady retired or the game retired Brady is you look at some of the teams that he would have likely gone to this year if he did want to play. Mm-hmm. So let's look at San Francisco. Already passed on Brady once in 2020. It's on the West Coast. We're not sure if he wants to do that. And they have a Trey Lance, Brock Purdy situation, Jimmy yeah. G mixed in. Who knows what's going to happen? There. And
3: they won 12 straight games last year without Tom Brady. There's reason to think that they might be good without him.
2: Las Vegas, Stu's Raiders, the number seven pick in the draft this year. Okay, They need a quarterback for the future. Enough messing around. They've split with Derek. Oh, Martin. no,
3: no, no, no. This I do not agree with. Okay. What if they drafted, bring in Tom Brady for one year and draft a developmental quarterback? Because there's no non-developmental quarterbacks going number seven in this year's draft.
2: They don't have a ton of cap space, and I think they have to think about the future, even though their team is basically ready to win now. (laughs) Don't forget the report that maybe Darren Waller, maybe Hunter Renfro are right now on the trade block. There's weird things happening in Vegas. That's not a sure thing. The Jets was never going to happen. That was a long shot all the time. Carolina, they have the number nine pick. They need a quarterback, and there's no connection there. New Orleans, there's no connection there. And Miami has made it like obvious or trying Mm. to be over-obvious this week that they're committing to Tua.
3: Uh, Yes, but if Brady was on the market, you're saying really on the market – you don't think Miami would change their mind?
2: Listen, the ship might have sailed on that. I mean, they already Why? got docked a first-round pick they, this year for tampering costs. with Brady. Sunk cost, <laughs> well, Maggie. What, league... what
3: difference does it make now if he signs here?
2: I know, but the league might step in. I, I have no. no idea. I uh, think that's I think that's. A, that's dead. So, like, really, where do uh, he have so to one go? One more.
3: I don't think you mentioned Tennessee and Vrabel, which has always been floating out there for him.
2: And Tennessee and Vrabel, but, I mean.
3: They have no receivers. You should have said no
2: receivers. Thank you, Roloff. They have no receivers.
3: Well, here's the thing. When you go back to Tom Brady leaving the Patriots, you can't possibly say the teams he was looking at are in any better position or the situations. There was almost, Tom almost felt desperate. He was looking at teams like the Bears and the Chargers and the Raiders at the time, who didn't even have Devontae Adams and maybe Miami. But he ended up with the Tampa Bay team that hadn't been to the playoffs in uh, two decades. Yeah. Hadn't had a winning season forever. So I I understand what you're saying, and you do make a very good case. But I, I tend to believe this was about him not wanting to go out there and get hit anymore. I think that was a much bigger factor because th- he could find an okay situation. I, I just think I what I saw this year on the field looked like he was done. I mean, think of that Cowboys game. Did he see, seem like he wanted to be out there anymore?
2: Well, listen, did this season look like anyone was having a good time no. on the Bucks? Absolutely not. But... That, but that doesn't mean Brady wouldn't have wanted to go somewhere else. I mean, were we? I know we were saying he didn't want to get hit, but were we saying that all year? We were kind of saying that towards the end of the season.
3: I think a he was bit even worse in the beginning of the year. Did they? Yeah, he was. Nah, he was pretty bad earlier in the year too.
2: I hesitate to say Tom Brady was bad this year when he led the league in completions. I mean, we know all the accolades that he has. We can talk about Tom Brady's yeah. accomplishments forever. I just don't know if there was a logical place for him to go, and I don't know if they could make the match.
3: Well, you're telling me that in any of those situations you just described aren't as good as the Bucks in 2020. Who, who the heck knew that all those players were that good?
2: Bucks were a sleeping giant.
3: And how do you know none of these teams are sleeping giant?
2: Well, they might be, but their quarterback situations—they might not be looking for a Tom Brady right now. Tampa would was desperate for a Tom Brady. They love if Tom Brady could come.
3: You know, honestly, the Titans are way far ahead of where Tampa Bay was at that point. They have Traylon Burks. Who knows? I'm just saying, if he really wanted to find a home, he's Tom Brady. I think he could have. And I'm not totally agreeing with you. But not just
2: any place. He can't just go anywhere.
3: I wouldn't. I, I think it's being presumptuous to rule out some of those teams, especially the Raiders. I mean, the Niners, I kind of agree with you, but at least I think there was a chance. The Raiders say they drafted Anthony Richardson in number seven. Why would that preclude them from taking Tom Brady?
2: Well, they could say, hey, we'll have Jarrett Stidham, and he'll help along Anthony Richardson. I I don't know. But why would they say
3: that if they could have Tom Brady? Well,
2: because here's the thing. I think that if Tom Brady were to go to the Raiders, he's trying to win. So he would tell them, hey, you got to use that number seven pick, or I would encourage you to use that number seven pick on a tackle, on Uh, on somebody who's going to help me.
3: Tom Brady's doing one year he does not want a rookie tackle. I mean, look at what. He had a look at the Giants with, with Evan Neal. Did he, you see what the Eagles did to Evan Neal, the number seven pick from last year's draft? They turned him like a turnstile. He
2: had a rookie tackle he got with like, Tristan Wurfs and got they won like, a Super Bowl. And I think they
3: played him at right tackle, right? Yeah, he,
2: right tackle. That's
3: fine. So, yeah, Worth is a, it's a generational tackle. The odds of hitting on a top 20 tackle are so slim Honestly, I know, look. For if we'd been with Aquanu this year or Evan Neal this year, it would have been a disaster. If we'd been with Andrew Thomas a few years ago, there's no tackle that's coming in that's going to attract Tom Brady. To that situation. Listen,
2: Wurfs was like the third tackle off the board in that I, draft. I'm
3: telling you, Wurfs is not most tackles, and like even but it's and, not
2: like he was going like Wurfs didn't go number one overall. This wasn't like you know Orlando Brown.
3: I just think that Tom, Tom Brady's not going to want a rookie tackle. The odds are not good on he'd that rather position.
2: have that than use the seventh. Like if he's going there then all hands have to be on deck in terms of winning next year. And
3: veterans. Veterans, veterans. Rookies lose football games. That's all they do. (laughs) They don't even, you know, they they don't understand what's going on in the NFL. He's going to want an old team, and they already have the makings of an old team in in Vegas. They're pretty old. I, I, you know, I don't know what's going to happen with Waller or Renfro, but I I think he could have found a spot if he wanted to. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Say there was a spot. So you think, so you're saying if the Raiders had called and made backdoor offer, he would not retire.
2: I mean, I think he wants to play. Listen, I, he, like,
3: I disagree. He
2: I, never... What's the one thing he said about the Raiders? Like, uh, when he was on the shop? You oh, know, yeah. they were going with this MF over me. We know that. And then when he says something like, I was never going to go there anyway. And people who thought that was Derek Carr, and then he dismissed it. Maybe he's got hurt feelings about how that went down. I know it was Gruden, and now it's a totally different regime. But maybe he doesn't want to... Maybe he and McDaniels aren't as close as people thought. I have no idea. Ugh. But I, I just think that if if the Raiders... Like, if they really made him an offer, I do. I, I do think he still wanted to play, but that's me. Maybe I'm wrong. Ooh.
3: Well, I'd like, I like. I don't think so. Uh, especially, you think Braille. he's done. Done. I think he's really done. Done. I mean, done. Done. And, but <laughs> again, this is just my opinion. I, <laughs> yeah. I'd like to hear what people think. You call us 4 CBS eight five five two one two four two two seven. Because I think I'm in the majority. I think most people feel like the way Tom delivered that address that he really was done.
2: Yeah, but I just wonder, was it his choice or did he do his due diligence, as we know he would, going around back-channeling around the league and couldn't find a spot? But
3: the other thing is, it's February 1st. Yeah. I don't even know. There's so many situations that we have no idea what direction they're going in. He can't really evaluate the field right now. And you think all these teams have made their decision at quarterback?
2: No, but that's why he unretired last year, Uh right? What do you mean? Well, it was before the draft that he unretired.
3: Oh, okay. Right. But he, I, I kind of believe too. Tampa Bay was a great, he obviously, Tampa Bay was a great situation this year coming in. It's warm. He knows the market. He knows the offense. He knows the players. So I, I, I don't think that this was about the fit. I think this was more about it's time because wow. it's, eventually it's time.
2: 855 cbs 855 We are on across the country on CBS Sports Radio. Of course, you can hear us on Sirius XM the free Odyssey app, and we are streaming live on YouTube right now. What is Perloff wearing today? I can tell you anything.
3: Yeah, we have a guest star in the YouTube channel. I don't know if she's in the chat yet. Oh, wow. Yes. Official? Yes. You People in the it? chat behave. My mom and dad
2: have finally <laughs> yes. figured
3: out how to get us on YouTube. <laughs> yes. At least they said they were. I don't <laughs> know if they really are. I hope so.
2: A special, extra special welcome to Carol and Tom Perloff, yeah, in the I, chat, do not talk about four twenty, you weedos. Do not
3: talk about purple drink. <laughs> no, no,
2: no, no. Do not talk about that stuff. To are me you Perloff's kidding. Me? Mom's here.
3: The Perloffs' party. They are totally <laughs> into this. <laughs> purple drink. They're <laughs> into that. Oh
2: yeah.
3: Wait. By the way, the people were talking about purple drink in the in the chat
2: were they it's like <laughs> that, it's like the mascot of the show <laughs> is that a thing in 2023 apparently yes <laughs> i think people are making like four loco on in their bathtubs in this chat i don't know
4: has purple drink overtaken the duck costume as our official show mascot
2: no but you know we have an idea for the duck costume do you it want to talk about that to, now I'll talk no. about it later. is it the duck
4: costume drinking
2: purple drink you might think you're drinking purple drink <laughs> Wait, are we <laughs> calling it purple
3: drink Or purple drank as it it is Purple drank or scissor p-
4: Yeah, I, the if,
3: young if we want like to go with scissor it. But I'm fine, but I, we're not calling it purple drink What is this, Dimatap that I gave my daughter The other night? This is not purple drink this I think is, it starts with it? Actually, it is dime. what is yeah. it? It's codeine and something, right?
2: Sprite eight five five two one two four CBS free plug eight five five two one two four two two seven. If you want to, <laughs> <laughs> if you want to advertise on the Maggie Pro Love Show, we will mix your your product can, with anything.
4: Maggie,
3: I expect you to behave with my parents here. I don't expect the chat room to behave.
2: No promises. Uh Carol and Tom have seen my seen my true self. <laughs> they <laughs> they know who I am.
3: Tom, what is purple drink?
2: And he'll Tom, say, can you pass me some purple
3: drink? And he'll say, "You mean purple drank?" <laughs>
2: Oh, scissor, but I have some in my bag. Uh, Okay, we want to hear from you. A, you buy in this retirement. That's the first one. Secondly, how do you feel about Tom retiring? Because I saw some people, you know, feeling some type of ways, including our friend Sully. This is a very tough day for a lot of people who rooted for Tom for all these years. And then also... Poor Sully. I know. And then, do you think Tom actually retired or do you think he couldn't find a spot? 855-212-4CBS. Also, a great comment in the chat. We're going to get to this later. I want to give proper credit. I promise I will later. Derek Carr just made himself a ton of money because it's one guy off the market. And I don't know if Carr is going to be traded or if he's just going to let his contract expire and then sign somewhere. But Derek Carr is already a rich man. He's going to become a richer man. 855-212-4CBS. 855 212
3: By the way, doing some research on Wikipedia. It's also called lean syrup, wok, or oil. Is that right? Yes. That- I heard of lean. Walk is new to me.
2: What's lean?
3: Lean is purple drank. Oh. It's called lean.
2: You know, you want to learn something? Tune into this show. <laughs> you want to to the smarter drug, person? You
3: want to know the drug parlance from 2006 <laughs> in Wikipedia? <laughs> tune into Maggie and Perloff.
2: We're hip to all the latest trends. Again, 855-212-4CBS. Let's talk about Tom Brady. If you are in the chat, welcome. If you're new... Glad to have you. If you're old, even gladder to have you. You Weedos, 855 2124 CBS, let's go. We're talking Tom Brady today.
0: We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month.
1: New iPhone 15s? Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. <laughs>
0: Watch the best baseball highlights and look ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at Bat is your all in one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month.
5: Deep left field, it's going to go! Alvarez ties the game!
0: Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademark used with permission.
3: We're back on Maggie and Perloff. I'm just Googling lean.
2: <laughs> also
3: known as purple drank yeah the name lean refers to the user's propensity of having difficulty in standing up straight now i don't know if drug users use words like propensity <laughs> but it's basically it cough syrup and codeine and sounds like a good time sprites involve mountain dew i mean mountain dew alone is enough to make me <laughs> lean <laughs> sideways the,
2: uh, the purple stuff
3: but uh how even oh because of the youtube chat room which uh go ahead and enjoy but the topic of course today is tom brady maggie thinks that there was a lack of opportunity elsewhere and that helped push him out the door i think it was just time give us a call 855-212-4cbs 855-212-4227 why do you think tom brady finally hung up the cleats
2: let's go to david he's in buffalo listening on sirius xm what's up david
5: hey maggie hey pro thanks for taking my call today um just, uh, you know, I, the reason Brady hung it up, I, I think, honestly, you know what, he, he had showed that he had done all he could do. I think there were opportunities to play elsewhere, but I think, you know, with his situation with his kids and his family life, if he went to play for Vegas or San Francisco, I think it would have been really difficult with his family situation. And I think real life kind of met football here. And I think he realized, hey, I can't, you know, keep doing all this uh But, you know, I I think there's going to be a lot of rumors, especially with Miami with Tua and his concussions, you know, because Brady lives down there. You know there's always going to be that because he still can play. There's no doubt the guy's still got, you know, he's still one of the top ten quarterbacks in football right now.
2: You know, Brian, or excuse me, David, what am I thinking? David, thank you so much for the call. It's great points because there is a family element to this. I'm not naive to that, right? Maybe the West Coast or Vegas was just not going to be an option right now. And, David, thank you for the call. I guess, um, is he still top 10 quarterback in the league? Probably, like, thereabouts.
3: Right, but I, I think, actually, the interesting point from that is, what if Miami does become open? Is there any offer that would pull him out of retirement? Because I think there's an embarrassment level to come out of retirement twice. Based uh, He on, doesn't care about that. Ooh, I would totally disagree. Did you hear it today he gave it this little one-minute speech on social media and said, listen, I know you only get one big article for retirement I think it'd be hard for him to come out of retirement because then he'd be a flip flopper guy. I think I you don't think he'd be embarrassed to come out of retirement again. He really seems to care about his image to some extent.
2: Yeah, but I think he's been famous enough that he knows he's not going to please everybody, right? So what can you ultimately do? Please yourself and the people around you because half the people are going to love you. Half the people are going to hate you. He's known this and lived this life for too long. That if he decided to come out of retirement and play for the Dolphins, say it gets another concussion, they call Tom Brady Vinny Testaverde style, like off the couch, like what happened with the Jets all those years ago. I, I just think that he would say, "All right, everyone, just get over it. Like, no, no, no and we'll that, all move on."
3: I'm not talking about that situation. I'm talking off season, this off season. Yeah, I understand. And also, too, I'm not sure that's going to happen. How is he going to learn Mike McDaniel's offense mid season? But that's not the point. I I, I honestly don't even think he would do that. I think he's sensitive to this.
2: Oh, see, I don't think he's sensitive to it at all. That's where you and I will disagree. I don't think he cares about the outside perception. I think he was poking fun at himself in his video today saying, Mm. you know, I'm retiring for good, you know, and that was just like a little tongue in cheek to himself. But ultimately, after 40 days last year, he unretired. Yeah. So we don't know when the itch is going to come. And the fact that he's making this announcement so soon after the season ended, yeah. that's what makes me think that maybe some of the doors kind of shut on him. Not that because he would if like if he learned anything from last year, he should at least wait a month or two to see how his body feels before making a big announcement. But
3: that's like. why I think he's done done, mm. really really done. i will definitely do a show bet he's not on the field week 1. I do like your midseason replacement. That (laughs) I would not rule out, but I do. I think he is not coming back this offseason. I mean, he can't. That you don't think that'd be embarrassing? And don't think for a second that Tom Brady doesn't care about his image.
2: Dude, your own tweet today: Favre retired multiple times. Like guys, sometimes it takes a little bit. He specifically
3: does not want to be Brett Favre. I guarantee he's not a fan of how Brett Favre's late career and post career has gone. Brett Favre's out doing copper tone, what? No, I'm sorry, yes. copper fit commercials. Yeah. I think Tom Brady <laughs> thinks he's going to be the goat of his post playing career. He's walking right into the Fox booth for $37 million a year. Yeah. Now that we say it, I wonder if the timing of the Super Bowl rushed us along so he can be on the Fox set.
2: Well, apparently Fox said they had no clue this was coming yeah. today. So I don't know about uh, who knows who knew what when, but. I think we are going to see him as part of the pregame, postgame coverage. I don't think he's going to, like, call the game. I'd right. be surprised about that. I think it's going to be Burkhart and Olsen, and right. I think Brady's going to be on the set with all the hundreds of yeah. other people that are on that set. Which,
3: by the way, has happened. Many many players who aren't retired have been on a Super Bowl set before. Oh, yeah. It's not a big deal.
2: Matt Ryan was on with CBS last week. <laughs> right? Uh, and, Gronk. of course, yeah. Gronk,
3: who called the Eagles offense quarter Shane Steich, Steichen a uh, Shane Spikeman. Yeah. I almost did it there, too. Well, to be uh, honest,
2: nobody really knows who that guy is outside of Philly. But I'm sure he'll be a head coach soon I enough. mean,
3: how handsome is Tom Brady going to look in a suit on that set?
2: <laughs> yeah. All the <laughs> other guys, it's like there's a lot of faces on that set. So Tom can kind of ease in. He'll just be like one of ten dudes up there. Yeah. I, was,
4: and, I don't see Tom wearing a suit either. Like, you don't he, think? Uh, maybe sweaters? sweater. Well, Gronk sweater, wear a vest. suit. Wore
3: a suit, yeah. so yeah, sweater vest. This isn't Step Brothers. Yes. Why would he wear a sweater,
4: sweater vest <laughs> or something? I, I just don't see him in a suit. Well, uh, if they, no, made, they had no. a
2: blazer with maybe an open collar, but he's blazer, not going to be in a collar. sweater vest. Well, you know, it's your, a class <laughs> picture. Nancy and Romo
4: during Christmas had their ugly sweaters on. Why can't Brady <laughs> wear a sweater? You know, you're,
3: you're right because it's Phoenix. It's a Super Bowl. Yeah. Everyone's wearing a suit. I can definitely see him coming with a sweater vest. Maybe a sweater vest and t-shirt look like it's ninth grade. Big cactus on it would be perfect. What are you talking about? Maybe
2: a quarter zip as like a nod to the Mannings. quarter. I I can see quarter zip. Maybe not sweater quarter. Quarter zip zip is even less likely. He has
3: (laughs) he has the most famous designers in the world on speed dial. He's not showing up in an Eli
4: Manning quarter zip. (laughs) But but he's not wearing free swag. He's not wearing free swag from a show bet.
2: Show bet. I bet he's in a suit. I bet it's not a tie. But. Open he, collar. Yes, yes. Open
4: collar with a sports coat, maybe. No chance he's wearing a suit and tie. No chance.
3: Okay, I think to, to determine the, the terms of this bet, if he's wearing a suit with no tie, I win. If he's wearing just a sport jacket with no tie, you win. But he's going to be wearing a suit, no tie, or a suit with a tie. I think he'll be wearing wait, a wait, tie. Wait,
2: what's the difference between a sport jacket and a suit jacket?
3: Well, there's a difference.
2: what kind of pants you wear. I
4: mean, I yeah, a sport
3: jacket is different than
2: a suit. But he might be sitting. We might not see the pants. I, I could see. I guess I could see suit with, with no.
4: <laughs> no but I, my point is no tie, no formal, like super formal tie. He's going casual in some way.
3: So suit obviously means the pants match the yes, jacket. Yes, no, I That's understand. I, mean I just that.
2: love that like Brady, all-time leading passer, all-time leading touchdowns, most Super Bowls than any, more Super Bowl appearances than any person in the history of the league more Super Bowl wins than any person in the league and we're just like is he gonna wear a suit yeah. or a sport jacket and yeah. what's the difference like we've gotten to the real important issues today or yeah. the sweater vest or yeah they I'm throw very
3: everybody I'm very confident it's a suit
4: no, I'm, <laughs> okay no here, here we go I, I will go if you want to say suit with no tie whatever I will say uh three-quarters zip. Or quarters it, whatever you and want. And whoever's out.
3: closer wins the bet. And yes. what are the stakes? Because I'm gonna win this and I really want to collect something.
4: <laughs> uh, how about this? <laughs> On Thursday, I will take you out for food like around You're... four o'clock local time. <laughs>
3: oh, so I'm ready for four twenty? Is that
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's four twenty somewhere all the time. <laughs> Oh, Multiple- no, 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 no. no. Yeah. Oh, I, I see
3: what you're saying. No, no, it's not going to, we're not going to decide the bet before the Super Bowl. It has to be in New York after the Super Bowl, obviously. Okay, I'm so clearly trying to collect because I know. In fact, I'm going to call people I know at Fox just to confirm this.
2: <laughs> we, uh, we're getting some thoughts here in the chat. Um, how about TB12 golf shirt from Two Ton Tony?
3: Oh, I yeah. forgot. He's says the, the duck he's not a let, Fox yeah. is not going to let him wear a TB12 thing during the Super Bowl. They're paying
4: Bowl. him $300 million. They don't care what he wears. He can show up naked and they'll be ha- they fine be it. Trey
2: said he's going with a three-piece suit. Um, no chance. Also with an ascot. That'd be something. No, it's he's def- the ascot.
3: Yeah, I mean, he's amazing at Kentucky Derby dressing. He's the best. He's the goat in that department as well.
2: <laughs> <laughs> 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. Be- beyond Tom Stylist. Some other winners off of the Tom Brady news today. We mentioned Derek Carr is going to be a big winner here because we know there are teams out there who are looking for a veteran quarterback and now one, the greatest, and one very available veteran quarterback just came off the market. So for Derek Carr, for Jimmy Garoppolo, I think he becomes a winner here. In the chat, a great thought here that Brian Gutekus becomes a winner. And that's because he is the general manager of the Green Bay Packers. And if you're looking for a spot to trade Aaron Rodgers, who again, Rodgers doesn't have a no trade clause. You'd have to work out a trade because he can always threaten retirement, but this could open up some more doors if you want to trade Aaron Rodgers. So there are some really big winners Coming off of this Brady news.
3: But there's what, 10 vacancies? There's one quarterback who's out. I don't know if it's transforming Derek Carr's market, which is already pretty good anyway.
2: I mean, I think it adds a few more, maybe a few more people throw their hat in the ring.
3: Adds one more. I mean, honestly, all the teams that we're looking at Brady are going to, we're probably looking at Carr as well, right? Just a
2: little more desperate.
3: A little more. A little more desperate. I think $3 million more on his contract.
2: Jimmy G, I think, also is a winner, as I said. You know, depending on what happens with uh, Tennessee, maybe Ryan Tannehill becomes a winner here. Yeah, maybe your boy Andy Dalton becomes a winner here.
3: I don't, I don't really see Andy necessarily getting a starting job next year. But I, I'm very curious, Tampa Bay, what happens there? Blaine Gabbert going to get to compete for it?
2: He's a free agent.
3: Oh, he is. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, still, I mean, they could resign him. Yeah, I, that's a really interesting. Would Jimmy G follow in Tom Brady's footsteps once again?
2: So Tom Brady today also on Instagram. So on Twitter and on Instagram, he put out the one-minute-long goodbye. You know, I'm retiring. Well, not goodbye. He's going to be everywhere on our TVs and everywhere in our lives. (laughs) (laughs) Tom Brady's not going anywhere. He's just not playing football anymore. Uh, He also on Instagram, Perloff, put a series, I would say, of 50, 40 to 50 photos on his Instagram story of just pictures throughout the years. And some of them are really funny. They're candid, turns out. Tom Brady, big selfie guy. Lots of selfies. And uh, where was I going with this? Oh, one of the pictures is with Jimmy Garoppolo. Okay. And I thought that was interesting. Because mm. I wasn't sure if they had like a rivalry more than a friendship. And I think everybody who made this Instagram post, he probably considers a friend.
3: I feel like that's reading a lot into this, <laughs> this Instagram <laughs> post.
2: Bridget Moynihan is in one of them with his son and Giselle. I mean, he really... This was everybody. His parents, all family. So you're and saying teammates.
3: this... Instagram post means it's more likely that he would give the thumbs up to Jimmy G following him in Tampa Bay. Or
2: just or just like that personally between them, that wouldn't mean like yeah. that, that wouldn't be an issue.
3: Yeah, I, I'm not sure it would be anyway. Yeah. And I'm not sure that's the choice for Jimmy G because Jimmy G might want to go with a team that's closer because the Bucks are nowhere near. Uh, unless I, I can't see them. They're probably going to break apart all that Super Bowl stuff, right? They, they are in cap purgatory. I yeah. think Brady... Has some dead cap, too. So they, they need to start over. They're basically, they're going, I saw somebody say, you might as well start Photoshopping Caleb Williams into a Buccaneers uniform <laughs> hey, because uh, they're going go, to go 0-17 this year was the thought. Well, I Which, mean, by the way, if, that's what I would want to do if I was the Bucks. You're not going to win this year. Just start a rebuild.
2: Okay, but it's not like everyone's gangbusters in that division. I mean, NFC South, there's a lot of teams who might want to be tanking for Caleb. We
4: don't know who the starting quarterback is for any of those four yeah. teams. Yeah.
2: I just I don't know if the Bucks will be bad enough to get into Caleb Williams, but if they start, you know, trading away pieces and things like that, they could be.
3: I mean, they're old. They're really old. Mm-hmm. And that offensive line. I mean, you saw Ali Marpet leaving. What impact and Kappa leaving? Yeah, I, I don't know what they're. Even if you could win the NFC South, like you did this year, is there any value in that? Get killed in the first playoff game? Yeah, no, won,
2: won the division with a losing record, right? Yeah,
3: yeah, that's even worse than not winning the division somehow. <laughs> <laughs> That's like NFC East circuit
2: 2020. 8552124CBS but you know what Tampa Bay got what they needed out of this. They got the Super Bowl, they got two oh. more playoff appearances out of it, home playoff games that win, they get win. the money for and now they have Brady as a part of their yeah. franchise for now to the end of time. They'll yeah. bring them back once a year, they'll sell tons of tickets with like Tom coming back to wave to everybody.
3: They're thrilled. Yep. They and, he, and you know what if I'm a Bucs fan, I want to tank now because now I got the idea of Caleb Williams going (laughs) down there. That'd be sweet.
2: It's a short-term pain for long-term gain. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. All right. Next segment is going to need a little audience participation because this retirement, and there were people who are feeling very emotional about this. We don't want to just gloss over that. Got us thinking about the retirements that hit you the hardest. I've got mine. I'll share it with you after the break. Well, I'll share the retirement that really got us. Ackerman, I know you've got a couple. You can think about it. 855-212-4CBS. We'll do that next. Coming up in the next hour, the two-time Oscar winner and Tom Brady's co-star in the new movie 80 for Brady, Sally Field, is set to join the show. That's gonna be a thrill. Right after this CBS Sports update, here's Rich Ackerman. Are we playing Boston themed music today? It's time to ask the pros. Were you the listener? You get to ask us a question brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Simply check out the link, cbssportsradio.com slash pros or tweet your question at CBS Sports Radio using the hashtag Ask the Pros. Be listening later on the show when we might answer your question. We're talking about Tom Brady today.
3: Yeah, we're talking about Tom (laughs) Brady. Who's going to call the show (laughs) on the day that Tom Brady retires? I wonder.
2: Well, let's waste no time. Our buddy, Sully, the number one Patriots fan. Family used to be part of the ownership group of the Patriots. Has a long history with the Patriots. What up, Sully?
5: What great music, by the way. Oh, get it's out of here. Amazing. Come on, McLovin. I don't know why you're so sour. You got the Eagles in the Super Bowl. I would not worry about a <laughs> thing this week. Um, Maggie, right. as always, it's so much nicer to hear your voice this week than a couple of weeks ago. Sounds like we've moved on and realized that sports hurt.
2: <laughs> Listen, um, just, Sully, just like the professional athletes, you got to let it go.
3: Like, got to move on to the you know, next can I say one thing? That would not be my choice of music because he really retired from the Bucks. The Patriots thing was over forever. So Tom Brady... No, this that really music a,
2: was for Sully.
3: No, oh, I'm just saying, this is really a Tampa Bay story, not a Boston story, right? <laughs> right, Sully? Sully, going to take that?
5: Yeah. Well, McLovin, what do you remember Joe Montana, Emmett Smith, Michael Jordan playing as? You don't remember him as a Kansas City Chief, <laughs> a Seattle Seahawk, or a Washington Wizard. You I remember these guys... Yeah as like who they, where they won their championships. Most of them granted Brady. I don't, it's a sad day in the professional sports world for me, because I travel with Brady, no matter where he went. Mm -hmm. And we've talked about this before. Someone that gave me 20 plus years of of an amazing fall that I didn't have to worry about anything until December. Hey, how's the football season going? I don't know. Check back with me in December. (laughs) I don't know that like that feeling is gone. And, for me growing up and I'm, I'm 49 and being able to like have Brady all through my 20s all through my 30s and in my 40s it's there's never going to be another Tom Brady but wait right? so and
3: so is it different this this time than last time is it similar feelings or does, does the ha- fact that it happened twice does this feel more real and final than last year
5: I think this one feels final I mean I had the feeling last time and then obviously 40 days later he he made the back. decision to come back and play. But I, you know, watching his emotional uh, post on Instagram or Twitter, I think it's done. I think it's time. I think he realized that he gave all that he can to that sport and his craft. It's time to see what the next challenge is for him. And, you know, I'm, I haven't got on social media much today. I've been busy doing some work around the house. So it's like I, you're going to see all the flowers coming towards Tom Brady.
2: Well, he deserves it, you (laughs) know, and that's what happens with professional athletes and Sully, you know, and you're friends with enough of them that, you know, in some ways, and I don't mean this flippantly, but they kind of die twice, right? Because their professional career dies. And then, you know, when they, when their body actually, you know, later in life, much, much later. And it's tough. I think you get, you like watch your own eulogy, which I'm sure is one thing that Brady's talked openly about as he is scared to death about what's next. But you know what? He's got a lot lined up. It seems like he's got a lot to do. He's not going to be out of our lives, that's for sure.
5: No, the, the, the one that I always go back to is Dwayne Wade when he retired, and he did an open interview on, I forget, one of the networks, and they asked him what he's going to do. He's like, I don't know, and I have a therapist that I've been talking to because I don't know what I'm going to do next. Yeah, All these guys know is, and women, all these athletes know since they were kids is get up and do this, and then all of a sudden, I'm going to get up and do this, but I'm not going to the office the arena to perform in front of thousands of people anymore so i have no idea what that and i was talking to Samta. the closest thing i can think of when i was a kid maybe cam neely when he had to retire early yeah. for injury mm. maybe big poppy recently for me being a sp- boston sports fan and all the joy that these guys have been able to bring me it's bananas right it's you know, it's, it's Cam a great Neely, show all time,
2: all time sorry, Sully, I don't mean to cut you off. Cam Neely, all time cameo. Oh,
5: oh yeah. round the boilermakers I, on T <laughs> It's
2: yeah. so good in Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> Kick his ass, C <laughs> This this all being said,
5: I'm still in the works on trying to how to get to Arizona next week. Let's go. Make it all happen. Right. Now. We've uh,
2: we've my, got I'm, we've got all types of updates for you, Sully, that we'll give you off the air, okay?
5: Okay. And then I'm trying to get I'm also trying to get a surprise for you, Maggie, for the studio. Is that right? Uh, I, was in the, I was in the Arts District with the fabulous Schmoopy this weekend, walking around Vegas looking for little things for the house. And I found something that I'm mad I didn't grab on Saturday that I think I'm going to grab either today or tomorrow and then figure out how to get it there. And it's strictly for the studio. Okay. It's not for you, McLovin. I don't <laughs> care about you, McLovin. You need to figure out your own stuff. Maggie, this is strictly for you.
2: Okay, is it some kind of, like, bedazzled Josh Allen uh, something?
5: (laughs) It might be a Zubaz Buffalo Bills fan with a single-bar face mask like uh, Doug Christie. Wasn't he a single-bar guy? Uh, Yeah. Uh, No, not Doug Christie. What was his name? Steve Christie. Not Doug Christie. Steve Christie. Steve Christie was the
2: kicker with the flowing Michael Bolton hair.
5: Oh, he was amazing. (laughs) Scotty
2: oh sully but that's
5: it i wanted to call in i love you guys thanks for giving me the time and you know Listen. i'm so grateful that i had this opportunity to tell everyone how much i love tom brady and i'm sure no one knew that before <laughs> yeah <we> could <laughs> tell.
2: uh sully you know I, I know everyone's processing this he gave you a lot of great memories though and hopefully we'll see you in phoenix yeah we got to update sully on the latest there by the
3: way um i don't remember big poppy retirement at all was that a big deal it was
2: yeah, <laughs> I think he cried. Yeah, he had a whole thing, gave a yeah.
4: speech at Fenway talking about like the Boston Marathon, I think. Right? Didn't he? No, that wasn't his retirement.
2: Yeah,
3: see, no, it his, was not. Oh, wait,
2: the bo- about the Boston, about the bombing. Yeah, well, that was our bleep in city. Yeah, that wasn't his retirement. Yeah, oh, okay. no, I no, don't think his moments. No, no, that Yeah, was, I don't think <laughs> you're that was, confusing that one. what was
3: his moment. I don't remember. Did he retire during the season, after season? I have no idea.
2: I just remember him crying, but I, I don't remember it. So we were talking about which athlete's retirement hit you the hardest. Sully just said, obviously, Brady, Cam Neely, Big Papi. Um, mine is, is a little bit outside the box, but I think people will remember it. This was 2006. Andre Agassi.
1: The scoreboard said I lost today, but what the scoreboard doesn't say is what it is I have found. I have found loyalty. You have pulled from me on the court. And also in life, over the last 21 years, I have found you, and I will take you and the memory
2: of you with me for the rest of my life. Get through that without crying. Wow! Wow. And that was after Agassi, remember, had a serious back injury and then somehow at the U.S. Open made it to the third round. Shocking. Upset Marcos Baghdadis. Everyone remember that? (laughs) Of course. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, it's like game seven. And then he got to the third round and he lost.
3: That was soft even for a tennis player. I mean, oh no. I mean, as a tennis player, what does he retire after he retires, what's he do?
2: He wrote the best sports autobiography of yeah. all time.
3: He goes and plays tennis. Come on, <laughs> you're saying a tennis retirement
2: is the most emotional. Do you not remember Agassiz?
3: I do remember Agassi. Yeah, but no, I I it's a little okay. different with team sports though, because tennis guys, you're an individual sport is retiring and you don't have a season to go through. You just retire when it's done. Right. with him. Yeah, I do remember because I read it in the book. It was amazing in the yeah. US Open. But, no, that that didn't hit me. Besides, honestly, I'll tell you why. Because he was hanging on physically by a thread.
2: Well, but all these guys are kind of – they're not their best at the end unless you want to talk about, like, a Barry Sanders who leaves when they're still, like, at the top of their powers.
3: But it's different. I was thinking about Kobe's retirement.
2: Yeah, Kobe's and, was emotional.
3: But Kobe's was emotional, but he was so done because he had suffered that Achilles injury. Right. And he never came back from that. So that feels a little different than Tom Brady. It didn't feel like – when it gets to – clearly it's unempty. empty – like Agassi and like Kobe Injuries, right. and even Serena this year. Yeah. It wasn't quite the oomph as a guy who's leaving with that. You wonder it's different because you wonder, huh? I wonder if this guy will come back. Kobe, I don't think we really wonder that because he really couldn't get his leg ever back. But to then he scored
2: 60 in his last game and it was just like the punctuation.
3: Yeah. If you, you watch that game recently, there was not a, uh, it was not a competitive
2: 60. <laughs> um, Who's your retirement that hit you? Well,
3: Magic Johnson doesn't count, right? That's a totally different story. I mean, I that,
2: that was a scary time because we didn't know as much as we know now yeah, about I, I HIV. Think
3: that's the most impactful retirement of my time. That yeah. was That's in history books as because that changed everything about HIV because he was the person yeah. young and healthy who got HIV. I do remember a little bit of Dr. J retiring. He got an all-time farewell tour. I don't remember crying about that. Uh, I guess I'm pretty callous because there, there's not one. <laughs> well, I remember Mike Schmidt retired mid-season. Yeah, it was June or something, and he was hitting 184 or something. Just and I remember it,
2: had to leave. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. So it's it's the circumstances that define it. I think Agassiz for you. Because of the circumstance, it was more impactful. If he had if he had not played and just retired between tournaments, it might not have hit you the same way.
2: So I'm going to be honest, and I think this is a little bit with Brady too, is it actually, it was about Agassiz and it was about what a great tennis player was, but it was more about me. You know, tennis was something I played growing up as a kid and then didn't play it as much anymore, and so him retiring was kind of like my relationship with the sport changed. And like, I think that's what we do with these athletes. Like, it's partially about them retiring, but Brady retiring marks the end of an era for all of us. I mean, Brady won his first Super Bowl as a freshman in college, you know, and everyone can remember where they were then. And your whole, it's like kind of like a, a time, ty- a, a, a line of demarcation of your life. That's also what's up, you know, involved right, in these that, retirements. That's an
3: interesting point. Um, I mean. More interesting, maybe last year when he first retired. <laughs> well, listen,
2: I mean, then he came it. back, and then we had to reevaluate our the, lives uh, again.
3: You know, when you're breaking up with somebody, and you have to sort of rock the soda machine, as yeah. we say, where you <laughs> yeah. go back and forth it's a, a couple of times. Line, yeah. it, it, it loses a little bit of the impact, but yeah, that Brady thing. I mean, Sully was upset today, but he can't. He, you could tell he didn't have the same mustard as he did last year.
2: <laughs> last year, I think there might have been actual tears. Yeah, yeah. yeah this yeah. year it was like, oh, I'm kind of doing some things around the house. Brady retired, <laughs> yada yada yada. I'll see you guys in Phoenix? Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
3: I'm doing some things around the house. Last year, you're right. We should pull the tape.
2: Eight five five two one two four CBS. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. Well, guess who was hanging out with Tom Brady last night? Sally Field, the two time Oscar winner, she's going to join us in the next hour. Don't move. More Maggie and Perloff on CBS Sports Radio.
0: We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four
1: amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New
0: iPhone 15s?
1: Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch.